This is Smoking Out the Closet. Now, here are your hosts. for something to do this summer. Smoking Out the Closet is proud to sponsor the Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival again this year. The Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival wants to bring a focus to the utility of cannabis to educate people and to bring a sense of community to the area. You can join us at Allegheny Commons Park August 13th from noon to 5 p.m. There will be a wide variety of booths from medical growers providing information to local artisan hemp products and much more. Come for the cannabis community and stay for the food with a variety of food trucks. Admission to the Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival is free. We'll see you August 13th at Allegheny Commons Park. Raven, I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Esmodius. I use they, them pronouns. Welcome back to another episode of Smoking, Smoking Out, Out the Closet. Closet. For those of you who are new or just joining us, we are a queer podcast. Pun intended. That talks about cannabis. The LGBT community. And everything in between. And beyond. So welcome. Welcome. So, we might not have a whole lot of news between this episode and the next episode. Um, mostly because a little kind of behind the curtains kind of thing for y'all. Uh, we're going on vacation to New Jersey for a week. So we're recording this episode and the episode after pretty much in the same time. Yeah, so for reference, today's Saturday the 29th when we're recording, which is a mm-hmm. weird day for us to record. I'm not going to lie to you, it feels weird sitting down here to record. It feels be a Sunday. Yeah, it does feel But weird. we're also recording on Sunday. It's just not... The one that's going to be releasing. Yeah. When you're listening to this on the day of release. Yeah, so this episode should be out August 1st. And then that episode should be out August 7th by the time we get back. So that way you guys have something to listen to while we're on vacation. We don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, just forewarning, that episode is recorded in advance. Um, do you want to talk about the strain we're using today? Oh, wait, it's my pick. Yeah, it's your pick. <laughs> do you want to talk about the strain we're using today, Raven? Yeah, um, so I got Kind Tree Mandarin Cookies, um, mostly because the name intrigued me. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I've had it before. It's okay. It's uh, 17.505, 405, sorry, percent THCA. Uh, THC is at 0.056%, and then it's got 0.168 CBG and 0.051% CBGA. So cannabinoids are kind of low on this one. Yeah. Um, looks like the highest terpene on this is caryophylline at 0257 and then it's followed by humulene at 0.082. And then limonene at 0.079%. Like, it's pretty low on a lot of terps on this one, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't realize that when I got it. I kind of just... It was one of those rare times I picked up a strain just because of the strain name. Country's had some okay stuff recently, too. So it's not like it would have been a total bust anyway. But I do remember having this strain before, and I was just like, it's okay. I've also tried to put this completely out of my mind while we were out there. Mm-hmm. I totally was just like, we're just sitting down and smoking something. Mm-hmm. This isn't what we're using for the podcast. This base it off of, quote, forgetting the... I told myself I forgot what it was called. Yeah. I just packed it before I got home. So, like, because I had had it prior, and I didn't want that to influence this. Because this is a different batch. It could have, you know mature differently whatever no it's very similar it's mm-hmm. it's okay it's something it's it doesn't do a whole lot for my anxiety it doesn't really do a whole lot of anything, anything. 
I mean, it got me high. Made me thirsty. But, I mean, about that, nothing really else. I mean, it's okay for, like, I don't know, if you're a medical patient, it's definitely not going to do anything to help with the, the, the symptom relief. Yeah. But if you're just looking to get high, I mean, I guess it's okay for that. I will say both of our eyes are very red. I looked at mine when I was in the in the uh, bedroom. My eyes are very red. Your eyes look very red right now too. Oh yeah. Yeah. The strain makes your eyes very red. I'm I'm giving it like a three and a half. And I I, f- I feel kind of generous with that one to be honest. Yeah, that's why I was like at first I was like three and a half, and I was like, Ew, but three sounds harsh. No. So I would three point two five. No, I'm actually not. I think about it because of all the stuff we're talked about. I'm giving it a three. I did three point two five. So that makes it certified mids. Mids. Like it's it's a good high. I'm not gonna say it's bad high, but it's just, that's it. That's all that's going for it. Really, I mean, it's good flavor. It was easy to grind. Really pretty flower. But it's missing a lot of the benefits and everything. Yeah, there's not much else going for it. So it's kind of like it's pretty much it's mid middle of the road. Like it's really in straight in the middle. Yeah. Um. Well, I would say upper middle actually because it's three out of it's about like three point one out of five. Yeah. So. Um. I do want to talk about this real fast. It's very sh- sh- small, but um. I really, because I was packing it today, um, Country has a strain called New Jersey Gas Man. And I want to find New Jersey Gas Man in, in New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> Maybe that'll be their only good strain. Who knows? I mean, we were you were looking at prices today. Oh my god. Of course, I, keep in mind, everyone, I was looking in Atlantic City. Because that's where we're going first when we're in New Jersey. We're going to spend two days in New Jersey, in, in, in Atlantic City, and then for the rest of the time, we are going to be at the uh, the New Jersey Rocky Horror Picture Show Convention. So, Rocky Horror Convention. I have a lot of words. I am still kind of stoned. You're Please fine. don't mind me. Um, but, see, that's what I'm saying. This doesn't even give me a clear mind or anything. I'm trying mm-hmm. to focus here. Where was I going? Uh, we were talking about we were looking at prices. Oh, we were looking at prices, and keep in mind this is New Jersey. Like their flour is high priced already, but mm. this is Atlantic City, close to the boardwalk, so it's going to be more expensive because you're close to the boardwalk. Everything's more expensive mm-hmm. at the boardwalk, and they were very like I would say like within five minute walking distance of the boardwalk. They weren't on the boardwalk. Yeah, because the only one that is from my understanding directly on the boardwalk according to the images i saw is the botanist and they're a medical only dispensary right now yeah but like damn the fucking prices it was like an eighth of a five pack of an eighth of flour pre-roll is 40 bucks yeah and then their edibles were like going price but it was like it still wasn't I mean, great. New Jersey as a whole isn't great. Like, think about it. it's pre-roll, pretty much shake, from my understanding. Yeah. $40 for an eighth worth, where we can get an eighth. Of flour. Of decent flour for like 30 35 Yeah. Their quarters, to put this in perspective for Pennsylvania patients, a quarter of their flour... And a Mylar, I can't remember what grow processor it was, was $78 for a quarter of smalls. $78. Yeah, their prices are like when PA's program first started. Yeah, gosh. That was rough when it first started. I will say the prices for like uh, the trochies in New Jersey and Pennsylvania are pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much around where for our PA uh, listeners, about thirty bucks for our out of state listeners. That's kind of about the ballpark with the edibles you're looking at in New Jersey, which is fine. Yeah, it's still a little expensive compared to other states. It's like most variants was like five dollar cheaper, five dollars cheaper. 
Mm. That's not going to coax me to drive the entire way across the state to go and get them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm going to be over there, so I'm going to get them all in there. Yeah. Hey, oh. I will say we're probably going to do a review of stuff we had out there. Yeah. Um, the episode. Not. So there was the seventh, and then it'll be the fourteenth. Yeah, the episode of the fourteenth that we'll talk about our New Jersey trip, and yeah. then we went back. I do want to try another pre-roll. There was actually one that looked kind of decent. It was an animal face, which I have had animal face legacy market. I have had animal face medical market. I want to go have animal face recreational market. Animal face is just a good strain. It's hard to fuck it up. I feel like I meant eighth and fifteenth. Eighth and fifteenth. <laughs> I said seventh and fourteenth. That's yeah, those are Mondays. Because oh, okay. I, I just had a thought. I was like, wait a minute, it can't be the fourteenth because the cannabis festival is the thirteenth, and that's a Sunday. Yeah. And for some reason, I know I've told you this prior, but I'm going to tell the listeners as well. For some reason, I thought I had to work six days straight after my vacation. And I was like, what a fucking vacation, right? Get to go on vacation for a week, work six days straight. That's mm. not going to feel like much of a vacation. No, I that week after is Cannabis Fest is the 13th and I requested off to be on the safe side. Mm-hmm. But literally, I'm going to be off the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th, which is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, my usual days off at work. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This mm-hmm. is going to be good. I, this is going to be fun. Um, Do you want to hear some dumb stuff that's going on? Yeah. Um. So, shout out to Danny Danko um, of uh, former employee of High Times. I think former employee of High Times. I don't know if they still work there. Um, and host of the podcast Grow Bud Yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, our podcast Twitter, or I guess X now. I, I, I'm still calling it Twitter. I, I, I call myself a Pittsburgher, and Pittsburghers just don't call it by what the fuck it's called. <laughs> now I call they call it by what the fuck it used to be. You mean like the Heinz Stadium? Yeah, it's not Akashur, whatever. Akashur ain't calling it that. Uh, well, if, if Elon Musk can't, like, call his trans kid by their preferred name or not, or, you know, stop using their dead name, I'm not calling Twitter X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Danny Dinko shared this article and I read a little bit of it. I want to read the rest of it with you. But the part I did read made me be like, okay, I kind of understand what this article is about. And I retweeted it. And what in the prohibition nonsense is this? So keep in mind, this is some prohib- prohibition mentality nonsense. Uh, it's from the New York Post. Mm-hmm. Um. New York Republicans moved to ban public pot smoking over its, quote, pungent odor, end quote. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That's literally the same excuse to, like, mothers and grandmothers give. That's, I don't feel like a, number one, valid to just make a law about it just stinks. Well, skunks stink you're not gonna ban them yeah, freaking people's body spray and cologne stink people's lack of body maintenance stinks <laughs> and you don't ban them even though you should because that's actually a health hazard now here's my thing right yeah if they're going to ban this because of the pungent odor why don't they also do it with cigarettes yeah don't create a double standard you don't want the smell of smoke and anything like that, and you're like, uh, uh, do it, do it the same way cigarettes are across the board. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not saying you should either. I feel like you should be able to do both, but there are some areas, and I think in New York City there are actual areas you can't smoke in, like there's designated smoking areas. Mm-hmm. Um, for New York City, I think if I'm remembering correctly. That might have been when I was in one of those areas in New Jersey on the way over. Downtown Pittsburgh, there are we there in like Allegheny County, you can't smoke within I think it's fifty feet of an entrance. Huh. Like any entrance to a building. That makes sense. Uh 
And then, like, people can post no smoking signs on, like, their door stops mm-hmm. and shit. And, like, their overhangs and stuff downtown. And, like, if you want to do that with cannabis, fine. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care. But, like, cigarette smoke does have a strong odor as well. Yeah. As two former cigarette smokers. Yeah. It, I can attest to that. It sticks around a lot. And the thing is, I feel like you smell worse smoking cigarettes than you do smoking cannabis yes and i don't want to hear people go like oh well that's because you know you never smoke cigarettes like no i grew up with a smoker i i used to be a smoker and now i use cannabis sure but honestly i feel like i smell better than when i smoke with cannabis than i did with cigarettes and i uh used to smoke i started smoking when I was like 13, I had friends who smoked. I was around people who smoked. I was in cars with people who smoked. I smoked from like 18 to 25. No, 23 is when I stopped mm-hmm. smoking. And I smoked back a day. And like my car smelled like cigarettes. Myself smelled like cigarettes. I would, I went through so much more Bath and Body Works body spray when I smoked <laughs> cigarettes because I felt like I smelled horrible. And like I worked with people who smoked. And now that I work with people who smoke both cannabis and cigarettes, I can feel, I feel like I get an exposure to both of them on a daily basis of like, I can tell you were just outside smoking a cigarette gross Mm -hmm. or you just smoked. You, you totally didn't just go outside and smoke a joint in your car with the windows up. (laughs) Um, But I have to get in your person to actually, I feel like smell it when somebody passes you after they smoked a cigarette, you can tell. Yeah. Oh, you don't even have to, like, be in, like, like, I can smell the cigarette way worse. Like, I, like, I have to kind of, like you said, just be right up on a person, but, like, the cigarette, I could be across the street from a person. Yeah. Um, okay, so actually reading the article. Uh, a pair of GOP state lawmakers are pushing to ban public pot puffing. I like the alliteration there. Yeah, they're nice. Uh, in a long shot effort to clear the air of pungent clouds of funky smoke. State Senator George Borello from upstate Jamestown and Brooklyn uh, joined Brooklyn Assemblyman Michael Novikov, Novikov, Novikov. Uh, this week to sponsor a bill that would prohibit public use of cannabis unless a city or town specifically permits it. What the fuck? Yeah, that doesn't... That doesn't make sense. Wouldn't it just be easier just to have businesses do it the way Pittsburgh does? Yeah, and just have... If you want it township by township, you decide whether who, who you want smoking where... If you want them within 50 feet of a, an entrance smoking so it doesn't go into the buildings, mm-hmm. or if you want to have designated smoking areas, or if you want to make it so that you, like, encourage places for people to go and smoke and stick, like, smoke buddies yeah, in like alleys a, like and shit. Like a cigar bar or yeah, something. Yeah, do that. But, like... Because I, I feel like this is going to be easier for corruption doing this way because you have to have like yes you're probably going to have to be like oh they're going to have to apply there's going to be an application they're going to get a permit and then people could just go no screw you yeah we don't like cannabis so screw you yeah screw you go away that's fucking ridiculous uh novikov a freshman republican who won an upset victory in 2022 in a district centered on gravesend introduced the measure back in May and modeled it on existing laws banning the open consumption of alcohol. Why are you doing the same thing that you're doing to... <laughs> alcohol and cannabis aren't the same thing. I don't know. Why? why, why uh, that, that just fucking grinds my gears. But that's even dumber because that law is based on old prohibition laws too. Yeah. That's just another remnant of alcohol prohibitions. You're just making more prohibition. You're just using an example of something that was already left over from a prohibition at like something got legal again after prohibition and you're just applying it to something that you're having leave prohibition right now. Yeah, Pennsylvania, pay attention. 
Yeah. Because we don't want our state stores selling cannabis. Anyway, good. Continue with New York. Okay. Uh, Borello signed on after receiving a stream, apparently. What do you consider a stream? Like, are you comparing it? Is he basically saying, like, it's a river or something? Because I'm wondering if it's just, like, him taking a leak. That's technically a stream. <laughs> That's probably, like, a handful of people. Yeah. Um... A stream of complaints from constituents who are, quote, now regularly assailed with the pungent odor of marijuana on public sidewalks and parking lots and other public spaces, end quote. Nearly all of the states have legalized recreational mar- uh, marijuana, limited limited its usage to private property, uh, property, he added. However, in recent years, when given the choice between responsible or reckless, New York leaders have chose typically chosen the latter. What do you mean reckless? Those are subjective. Yeah, A, yeah, that is very subjective. B, also, New York has been, like, one of the most slowest rollouts for, like, adult use. Like, period. Period. Like. The f- the what? Look, just say you don't like weed. And stop making it everyone else's problem, you fucking jag off. There you go. God, I'm turning into a Pittsburgher. Yeah. Uh, under current state law, New York pot smokers can blaze it wherever tobacco smoking is allowed. Making the overwhelming... Why would you write this like this? Making the overwhelming scent of ganja nearly ubiquitous since Albany legalized recreational weed in 2021. <laughs> just say fucking weed, man. It's just cannabis. Just say weed. Just say pot. Take what, Stick with one germ for the whole article. Yeah, you can't be changing it like that for, you know, normies. Yeah. Um, a bill's, The bill's passage into law is likely a pipe dream and indeed Democratic-dominated uh, state legislature. But even Mayor Adams has complained about the inescapable odor. Oh my god, Mayor... Fuck, I'm quoting... I'm going to quote one of my co-workers on this one. Fucking Mayor Adams is a cuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. He just... He sucks. He's been part of the issue of why New York City has been rolling out weed so slowly. He's a fucking asshole. And he's like, we will need, we need to stop the legacy market. But every choice he's making is pretty much making it harder for actual mom and pop shops to open up, and making it so the legacy market is basically still the only way you get weed. And I'm like, cool. I don't mind if people sell on the legacy market or you know on the street. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You do you. As long as you're not putting shit that shouldn't be in in it, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. But Mayor Adams, another fucking jag off. I might want to start doing this thing right. I I I name a jag of the episode. Jag off of the week. <laughs> yeah, jag off of the episode is. Um, it's like the opposite of a skill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last part of the quote says, uh, as a quote from Adams saying, "The number one thing I smell right now is pot." Uh, Adams told the reporters last summer, it's like everyone's smoking a joint. And that's how it ends. What is wrong? You say that like it's a bad thing. What is... Wear a mask. If you don't like the smell. Don't... Don't make it someone else's problem. Don't make you not liking it someone else's problem. It literally... what they, They are not hurting anybody else or themselves by smoking pot so just mind your own fucking business that's all it comes down to mm-hmm. good grief but here's the thing it's also limited to where cigarette smoke is like tobacco so you can have the option to like restrict it and put it where you like away from businesses and shit and like the way the downtown pittsburgh does it and like compromise
you looking at the comments? Yeah. And it's just a bunch of people who don't even fucking know, like, any of the science or anything. And it's just a bunch of fucking old jagoffs. Good grief. Uh, do you have anything small you want to add? I don't know how small this... Oh, that I want to add. I was like, my, my, my next topic, I don't know how small it is. No, that's fair. What I want to add to this. Um, yeah, just don't make... Everybody, it, listen, beliefs are... <laughs> I'm going to pull this one back out. Even though you probably heard it a hundred times. Beliefs are like penises. It's okay to have one. It's okay to be proud of it. But whenever you try to like shove it in other people's face, then we'll have a problem. I don't. If you don't like pot, don't smoke it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, if you don't like like gay marriages, don't get one. If you don't like guns, don't buy one. No, it's not hurting you. What? I'm down, Kelly. That's what I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) So there. Uh. But yeah. No, you're right though. Like it's like okay, cool. You don't like pot. All right, cool. Don't smoke it. I like it. I it helps me. Yeah. You know, it's it's a good it's good for me. It's good for me. Good for you. Um I'm curious to see what New Jersey's is. I got to check that at some Point. I think you can't smoke in public, but you can smoke in your car in private residences. Interesting. Let me let me check. Uh, the only place you're allowed uh, to consume cannabis products is on private property with permission. I wonder if any of the hotels down there give a shit. <laughs> or know. out there give a shit. Uh, according to this WPST website, uh, unless there is a marked smoking area in either a park, beach, or boardwalk in New Jersey, smoking, vaping, or even eating cannabis products are illegal and could risk you getting fined. I mean that kind of makes sense though, because like you can you can get like a fine for smoking on like the boardwalk. Oh yeah, like a cigarette. Listen, I got fucking screamed at when I went to fucking Myrtle Beach, and I was on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. They fucking screamed at me, and I hit my nicotine vape. <laughs> Imagine if I had fucking weed in that thing. Right. Shit. You guys thought I tried to steal something? <laughs> Did you? No. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean I didn't think about it. But (laughs) literally, all you got to do is step off of the boardwalk and onto the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And then they can't say shit to Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) I think it's more of like a pollution concern, maybe. Or like for the boardwalk, it's like there's kids there. Yeah. That's what they're worried. There's kids. There's a lot of people. And you don't want somebody to get pissed off. And then if one person gets pissed off in a crowd of people, then you get a crowd of people that gets pissed off. And then you get people trampled and it's just Mm -hmm. not a great time. That's what they're trying to avoid. Is anywhere there are large crowds of people, you need to have things like that in place so people just don't fucking stampede each other. No, no, you're right. You're right. But, yeah, it's probably also like, like a pollution thing. You have a bunch of cars, too, and like parking lots and shit. Like birds and, and yeah, and so, you, you know, higher chance of getting shit dropped into the water. Exactly. No, I will say, with New Jersey, I am I am curious about. Um, when I was growing up in Virginia, you could literally go to the beaches, and find fossils. Oh, cool! Real easily, like real freaking easily. No, so I'm so sorry. Uh, you're good. Um, so I'm wondering if you're going to be able to find any, like, shore-based, um, fossils like that. Because, you know, this part of the United States, well, I'm not going to say, like, this part of Pennsylvania or anything, but, like, New Jersey and where Virginia is and everything was underwater for a 
pretty decent chunk of um, our the, the tonic plate that we're on right now. Um, so you can find a lot of like um, I I found a couple of like isopod fossils. I'd find them at um, like my grandparents' house wherever they had their like farm at. We'd go out into the mountain and mm-hmm. you could find them. Oh yeah. The Appalachian is like one of the oldest mountain ranges in the world. Yeah. Um, which I think is funny. I learned recently that uh, the Appalachian Mountains also connects to the mountain range in Europe that goes through like Scotland and then the uh, Finlands and all that. Interesting. Uh, we are getting pretty close to the break time, so we will be back after a short message. and pink and purely wood pulp derived blazy susan pink rolling papers and cones will add a pop of color to your next smoke sesh their classic pink papers are naturally dyed vegan gmo free and food safe they contain no amounts of heavy metals or pesticides unlike other paper producers care about what goes in your lungs with blazy susan papers and cones use promo code B-G-S-O-T-C-20 at checkout to get 20% off with your friends at Smoking Out the Closet. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $50 in the United States. And we are back. So I have an article I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota is going wreck here August 1st. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) That's awesome. Can I just say a little blur real fast about that? If someone, if they allow edibles and they allow in just like drinks (laughs) in it, if they do not make a a brand of cannabis infused soft drinks called Tiny Soda... I'm going to be mad. <laughs> that that is a uh, tiny soda as a reference to Rio. And if you don't get that reference, go watch Rio. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is doing the thing. Uh, so Minnesota is so like I said, Minnesota is going wreck August first, um, and they're also going to be selling seeds to grow your own plants uh minnesota on august 1st will be the 23rd state to legalize recreational marijuana uh one of the first parts of the law will allow that will take effect allows minnesotans to grow up to eight cannabis plants in their home and the seeds they'll need to do it will be available on the store shelves that same day Minnesota Department of Agriculture will regulate the weed seeds as they would any other by enforcing labeling and testing requirements under the state's seed laws. Uh, Quoted, our seed program is really about truth and labeling and consumer protection so that the consumer knows what they're getting, said Michael Miriam, seed regulatory supervisor at the agency. You read the label and you should know exactly what to expect from that label, how much seed is in the package, what kind it is, lettuce, asparagus, cannabis. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, I didn't know that they could grow so many plants. That's that's neat. Um, Wait, how many plants is it again? Eight. Isn't that the highest that's been put out for home growth so far? Meant, At least yeah. out of the stuff we've seen. Yeah. Because it's usually six. Yeah. But yeah, it's eight. Damn. Um, do, do, do. let's see here. Uh, I don't know why they're talking about immaculate conception. Some in the industry joke the plants new legal markets grow by quote immaculate conception since marijuana is still considered scheduled one controlled substance by its federal definition, making it illegal to cross state lines and raising questions about if seeds face the same restrictions. 
Vincent LLP, a law firm that works on cannabis issues, did receive a letter with guidance from the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration last year that said the federal government doesn't consider seeds to follow under, fall under that prohibition because they have less than 0.3% THC, the psychoactive ingredient that produces a high mm-hmm. on a dry weight basis. That's how we're able to get new genetics in the state of Pennsylvania all the yeah, time. Because they meet the definition of hemp. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Green Nectar Cultivations, a new business that sought a state license for seed labeling. Uh, owner Ian Davis said he first started the company in 2019 to get in the fledgling hemp industry, but the pandemic derailed those plans. Uh, when state lawmakers legalized recreational marijuana this season, he wanted to seize an opportunity. Um, and they got into selling in the seed market out there since it's going to be legal now. Nice. That's pretty cool. It is cool. I definitely love to see, you know, kind of what comes out of it and everything with that. Uh, there are 10 business licenses for the adult use market and more for medical cannabis and low dose hemp THC infused edibles. It'll likely be at least a year before those businesses are operational because the new state regulatory agency, the office of cannabis management is still in its infancy. Hmm. I will say for those of you, Maryland just buying clones. Huh? I'm sorry. The end of this article was the, their new recreational laws. Oh, no. Talk about that. So starting August 1st, Minnesotans can have up to two pounds of cannabis flower in their home. That's a lot. Two pounds of... I'm sorry. That's why I got loud. No, you're good. Two pounds of cannabis flower. Well, keep in mind... Let's see. What is it? 16 ounces is a pound? Yeah. We can have... Well, I mean, I don't. We we technically could do that. Yeah. Because well, wait, hang on, maybe let me let me pull out the calculator because, um, you're allowed in each you're allowed 192 units, and an eighth is a unit, so three point five times eight, which is twenty eight. So that's eight. And I need how many to get to two pounds? Because that's 28 is an ounce. So I need to multiply that by 16. So what's eight times 16? Eight times 16, because you need, will be 128 eighths. So we can't get to two pounds. We get to about a pound and a half. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you're also allowed to have up to two ounces on your person while out and about in public. The two ounces on your person. Two ounces on your person. The fuck, Minnesota? Yeah. A lot of weed. All of it. That is a lot of weed. All the I'm weed. I'm for it, though. Yeah. Because, like, so, oh my god, someone, I can't remember who it was, what state he's representing, or what, um... But this one politician recently said that uh, a whole ounce of weed is enough to make two joints. Oh my god, I remember saying that. (coughs) We have not been rolling our joints right, Raven. We need to get a whole two joints out of an ounce of weed. God, you imagine how how big are those fuckers? Oh my god, somebody was saying it was like like one of those big-ass raw inflatables. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I will say... I think he might have just had a faux pas on the terminology, and he meant to say an eighth. Yeah. But, if he wholeheartedly said with his chest wrong, obviously wrong, but said it wholeheartedly with his chest and confidently with his chest, an ounce? A, my guy does not know how to do conversion rates from... No. And two, that man must be making some big asteroids. Yeah. Um. Still, Minnesota, get on the tiny soda weed sodas. Yeah, they have to be the little guys, the little like. Oh my god! Short sodas. Oh, like like the elixirs here in PA. <laughs> yeah, like those, and then like uh. How you have the mini Pepsi cans. Oh, yeah, the little lunchbox cans, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, what if they have a brand out there already called Tiny Soda? And they're and just such yes. their brand. Yes. Um a nice kind of a uh transition with a hop uh hop skip and a boat ride across Lake Superior to Michigan. Michigan. Um Michigan Democratic governor signs a ban on conversion therapy for minors. Good. Uh, this happened uh, a couple days ago. Uh, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has signed two bills banning so-called conversion therapy, a scientifically discredited practice intended to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity uh, for minors in the state. The governor's office uh, announced Wednesday. Now keep in mind, this is just for minors adults can still get sent to these programs a lot of the time yeah. it's a little harder to be honest because like they can't keep them there if they say they want to leave they legally have to let them leave and yeah. everything um but sometimes you know they they do happen you know yeah um but it's still it's a step in the right direction just because of how like, how gray laws are and everything and how a lot of people can twist them, which I wish it would have just been no conversion therapy across the board. Yeah. Um, quote, as a mom of a member of the community and a proud lifelong ally, I am grateful that today we're banning the horrific practice of conversion therapy in uh, Michigan, Whitmer wrote on Twitter. Which has been recently <laughs> rebranded as X. This is in the article. Uh, in doing so, oh my gosh, you know, no, they're no longer preferred name, y'all. We're just rebranding ourselves. Yep. We're just rebranding. Re <laughs> what if corporations can do it, so can I. Yep. Uh, quote, in doing so, we are taking action to make Michigan a more welcoming and inclusive place. Honestly, Michigan's looking a little better. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, weed's cheap, too. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, edibles are dirt cheap and good, I've heard. And you have Mary Jones. Oh. I want to try Mary Jones so bad. Yes. The governor's approval of the measure makes Michigan the 22nd state to ban conversion therapy, according to the Trevor Project, a non-profit organization focused on suicide prevention efforts among the LGBTQIA plus youth. Last month, the state legislator voted largely along party lines to advance the ban, of course, a block on the use of federal and state funds for conversion therapy on minors was already in place after when a uh, Whitmer signed an executive directive in 2021. One of the bills Whitner, Whitmer signed into law Wednesday, House Bill 4616, prohibits mental health professionals from engaging into in conversion therapy with minors. Under the bill, any violation will result in a mental health professional facing disciplinary action, which can include a suspension or revoke, revoking of their license. Oh boy. House Bill 4617, meanwhile, adds a definition of conversion therapy to the state's mental health code. It defines the term as any practice or treatment by a mental health professional that seeks to change an individual's sexual orientation or gender identity, including but not limited to efforts to change behavior or gender expression or to reduce or eliminate sexual or romantic attractions or feelings towards an individual of the same gender. The ban will take effect in late October. The Human Rights Campaign, the country's largest LGBTQIA plus civil rights organization, celebrated the signing of the bill, praised Whitmer as a champion for LGBTQIA plus uh, equality. Quote, so-called conversion therapy is a dangerous and discredited practice that will hopefully never see the light of day again here in Michigan. End quote. Uh, said Sarah Warbello, war, war below. I want to say Warbello, but there's only one L. 
uh, vice president of legal for HRC, uh, said in a statement following the signing. Uh, let's see. LGBTQIA plus rights have been a prominent issue in the state's legislature nation in state legislatures nation, nationwide, with Democratic lawmakers in recent months pushing bills to advance protections and Republicans seeking to curtail them. In April, Minnesota's <laughs> going back across Lake Superior. Going back to Minnesota. Uh Democratic Governor Tim Wolf signed a ban on conversion therapy into law. Last month, Arizona's Governor Katie Hobbs, also a Democrat, signed an executive order that prohibits state resources from being used to support conversion therapy on minors. So we're in the right direction. Um, we're almost halfway there from banning it across nationwide. Oh, yeah. That is awesome. No, I will say... That, you know, there there still can be, there still can be therapists or mental health professionals who will tell queer adults when they're at a low and everything that the reason why you're having all these issues is because you're gay or whatever and you need to stop being that. And it can happen. So I, I wholeheartedly think we should just totally ban it all together. Yes. Um, because... Hell, fucking, um, I can't remember her name right now, but she's the lead singer of Flyleaf. She went to conversion therapy. And I don't know if she still is an advocate for it or, you know, still thinks that, you know, she's quote-unquote cured or whatever because I haven't really looked up into her after, like, fucking 2006. Yeah. Um... But this song, um, I'm So Sick by Flyleaf, is literally about her talking about how she's a sapphic woman. And that her infected with, that's her queerness that she's infected with. Yeah. Okay. When I learned that. We don't like I, Flyleaf anymore. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Which is sad, because that song's a banger. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, I will say my favorite version of that song isn't even the the original. It's the um, Variant X uh, remix that was used for the Resident Evil movie. <laughs> yeah. Because that makes sense. Oh, zombie virus. Yeah. You know, makes sense for that song. But, yeah. That, uh, I learned that earlier. Oh, my gosh. Hey. At least we still have evidence as a paramour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Evanescence hasn't really done much lately, but I mean, Paramore's making new music. Neat. I don't know that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just came out with a new, uh, new, new single, I want to say, like, a, a couple months ago. That's cool. And they're torn. Do you have anything you want to add on uh, conversion therapy? Or the ban of it, I should say? I'm glad that it's being banned. Good onions to ban it. Why can't we just do that everywhere? Just do it everywhere. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like really intensely staring at our rainbow flag right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Do we have something else we want to talk about? Or do we want to... I'd loose moose the rest of the episode. To quote Wing Grub, loose moose? Yeah. Yeah, well, we could probably loose it. Because uh, I don't have anything else right now. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about our hopes for the Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival this year? Oh my goodness, yes. Um, I'm just excited. We're, I'm excited we're going to be there. Me too. That's exciting. It, I've been kind of telling all of the patients, I've been asking every patient going in, like, hey, have you heard about this? Nobody knew about it. Oh, wow. Nobody the last few days I, I talked about it with people. No one knew about it. Um, And I know we're a walking, talking ad for them right now. 
Yeah. Because we're we're going there and like we we do have ads for them yes. that we're making on and off the pod. Um but it's a really cool event. I want to go to more cannabis events. Same. Um but I don't know if I wanna go to the the Pocono one. No. I don't know. The last one was pretty much ran by grassroots. Mm. Or and cure leaf. Yeah. Which owns grassroots. That's gross. But yeah, like nope. I'm like, no, sorry. Nope. No. I heard rumor there were plants at that one. Yeah. Yeah, one of my yeah. coworkers told me that. I'm like mm, that's illegal. Yeah. Uh so I don't know if they're like considered they were considered hemp or not, but still kinda mm, mm. cops don't know the difference. Yeah. Um but Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival should be a lot of fun. I heard there's going to be live glass blowing at this one. Oh fuck yeah. I'm so down. Which I'm super excited about. I um, wanna get a piece. I wanna get a hand blown piece. You know, that'd be cool. Be so cool. It'll be cool to see. Uh, piece of the last one. Not sure if Asher's gonna be there. The guy who does the uh, the, the pressing, press, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he didn't get invited. That's rude. But I'm like, dude, you have their information. Just talk to them. Yeah. Like it's a two way street. He is also like important out here in the yeah. community. So that's kind of disrespectful. Um, because he I pressed, don't know he I mean, his soul live for veterans for free, he so sh- he should be there. I don't know. He maybe he there. maybe he had something else going on. I'll give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Well, Not saying like yeah, but also like you know, the cannabis festival like had a lot of like changing of hand because people oh, moved yeah. out of state and well, everything. I, I'm not to be totally frank. I was <laughs> sorry. Um, to be totally frank, I was like. Is it happening? Is it going on? What's going on? Yeah. Because this was like a month. It's like a month out. Not mm-hmm. even right now. Yeah. And we got the contract not that long ago. Mm-hmm. So. But I'm sure it's going to be just as much fun as last year. Yeah. And like, it's his third year in a row. Third year in a row. It's his third year being a thing. Like, there's going to be some ups and downs, growing pains and everything. Mm-hmm. But I really want this to become like a staple of Pittsburgh. Like, I want... Pride, and then next thing to look forward is the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Cannabis, Cannabis Festival. Festival. All right, no, it's Pride Anthrocon. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Like, I want, I want Pittsburgh Cannabis Festival on that same level as like Pride and Anthrocon. Heck yeah, because Anthrocon's huge. Oh my god, yeah. Like, for those of you who don't know, Anthrocon's a really big furry convention, but it generates a lot of money in the Pittsburgh area. Yeah, like a lot of places downtown will like say like coffee shops that make cookies will make f- cookies like dog shaped biscuits or like furry faces on like cookies like just to sell because they bring in a lot of money mm-hmm. and the people who wear fursuits have a lot of money or a lot of time because they make either make their own or they buy them or sell them because they can get pretty expensive mm-hmm. hell fucking just making them is expensive from what i'm guessing that's a lot of material i knew somebody who had a persona and when he sold it, he got a lot of money too. Like, yeah. he can pay his way through college with the money that he got from his fursona. Damn. Or from their fursonas from selling them. Oh, yeah. Um, I did think it was kind of funny the the TikTok news furry. Like, they're at. Yes. You know who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking was about. Was at Anthrocon. Really? Mm hmm. That's cool. So I was like, huh, neat. Because <laughs> they were talking about like how hot it got there oh and like how apparently there was this term they took from like uh, Disney, like they were ruining magic because so- some of them took off their, their heads yeah. to cool off. Keep in mind, <coughs> during Anthrocon, it was like with humidity, like uh, like real feel of like 100 or something like that. Jeez. Super hot. Now you're in a big building. Yeah. Bunch of people. A lot of them also wearing fursuits, which those... They get hot inside of those fursuits. They do. I 
when I worked for Panda Express, I did the uh, Panda Care things with the Penn State um, Special Olympics. Yeah. I don't recall. I think it was like a training thing that they were doing for the Special Olympics um, for the state. Anyway, we, we you know, our, you know, the Panda Express and everything came over and we provided food. I was one of the two people that was walking around in the Panda costume. And that got hot. That got real hot. Yeah. Did not, I didn't know. No, I was glad. I'm so glad I was wearing shorts, but I was totally drenched in sweat. Well, some of them had like fans and things in yes. their fursuits. Some of them. One I found recently. Um, somebody was talking because like it occasionally pops up on like my feeds or something mm. that um they're anima they're getting like animatronic use out of them like one person will move their fingers a certain way and the eyes and ears will move oh that's so cool um one i saw was like this big gator thing walking around and i'm like oh my god they can totally do that for the gator character from princess and the frog that plays the the trumpet because it was about the same per, like proportions and everything but it literally was like tail was moving the mouth would move up and down while the person talked the oh, eyes so would cool. move and blink i'm like like i gotta give credit where credit's due that's that's pretty good mm-hmm. it's it was almost like um the person <clears throat> talking about it was saying it was the way it was made was the exact same way adam savage made his totoro cosplay okay and um by like that big like netting system and everything he did or like framing i'm like yeah no that makes a lot of sense you can just easily put servos in there because it's a lot of empty space to make the stomach round and everything i'm sorry you said servo and my nerd self went tom servo you're putting tom servo in a fursuit why are you putting tom (laughs) servo in a fursuit i don't know i didn't maybe he wanted to i don't know maybe well like but think about it like these people can like this stuff has a lot of good applications. I mean, Godzilla in Japan for the longest time was using servos and stuff of like a guy in a costume, yeah. you know? So, I mean, it has a lot of pretty good applications. I mean, a lot of things, a lot of like movie studios try to use that to minimize the amount of CGI they have to use. Yeah. Um, like one of my favorite ones is um in Hellboy, one of the demon uh demons who's kind of like this dog creature. The it's it's it was an actual robot and everything, and the its tentacle like mane that would flick up and down were just robot arms flicking it, flicking them up and down. It was, it was it looked so good. I mean, like Rexy, Jurassic Park's real famous animatronic. Yeah. So just think of like uh, us doing that stuff today. I think if like just an average person in a garage can make their fursuit like this. Yeah. Like, wow. Part of me is like, do you work in movies? Are you an Imagineer? Do you work for Dinny? Dinny. Dinny. Not Dinny. Dinny. Um. Do you have anything else you want to bring up? I don't think so. I talked a lot longer about furries than I intended to. It's okay. Hey. We talk about what we, cannabis, LGBT community, and everything in between and beyond. True, also, true. Also, there are a large amount of furries in the LGBT community. Well, I was actually about to bring it up, but it's the other way around. The other way around? The LGBT uh, community is in the furry community. Yeah. Um. So, if you're considering the furry community as one big fandom, right? Yeah. That fandom is has the largest group proportionate group of LGBT community with it. I think the last study or poll that was pulled out, 25% of the entire furry community identifies as some flavor of the rainbow. Interesting. A whole quarter. Wow. One and, in four. Yeah, and everyone was like, oh, you gotta be queer to be a furry, or like all, all furries are gay or whatever. And I'm like, no. It's a community about accepting everybody for who the fuck they are. I think the only other community that would have that high amount of, like, 
queer people in it is the punk scene. Yeah. Because it's literally about accepting everybody who's who they are and letting them be their true fucking self. Snap, snap, snaps all around. Um, snap, snap, <laughs> Z, snap, snap, snap. Um, I don't have anything else. I don't either. All right, I think we're at a good point in the episode. I think so, too. Well, once again, my name is Raven. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Esmodia, so I use they, them pronouns. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.